Thank you for tuning in to the Everyday Christian Podcast, a work of Scattered Abroad, which is overseen by the East Hill Church of Christ in Pulaski, Tennessee. You can find our website at scatteredabroad.org. In this podcast, we show that God deserves every praise from every creature every day. Here is your host, Chase Green. Hello and welcome to Season 3, Episode 13 of the Everyday Christian Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Green, and this week we wrap up our discussion with John Mitchell on evangelism. Before we get to that, though, I'd like to remind you to go to scatteredabroad.org, and there you can find many podcasts on each day of the week that will help you in your Christian walk. Also, like our Scattered Abroad Network on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, And there you can keep up with all of our various podcasts throughout the week. Also, don't forget that if you can share our podcast with friends on social media or in person, or give us a rating in the App Store, that will help us to grow these podcasts and we can reach a broader audience. So I appreciate you for listening to the Everyday Christian Podcast and also all of the various Scattered Abroad Network podcasts as well. Now let's go to our discussion with John Mitchell as we wrap things up on the topic of evangelism. When my little girls were toddlers, when they were three years old and going up to now today, they'll eat, they, they, that's when they started to eat just about anything. But when they were younger, when they were babies, milk was the only thing that they could eat. But that steady diet of milk helped them develop to where they could eat more solid food. Um, we have to keep that in mind. When we are studying with someone, they are not ready for the meat. They might ask about the meat. They're not ready for it. So we need to keep the Bible study focused on the milk. So if they ask you a question and it's about something that they do need to know in order to obtain salvation and forgiveness of sins, they need to know it then if it has anything to do with with establishing a heartfelt faith in Christ as their Savior, uh, it has anything to do with teaching them about what repentance of sins really means, uh, has anything to do about teaching them about scriptural baptism, the kingdom of God, the oneness of the church, okay, now's a good time to talk about it. But if the question is about... Um, finding the meaning of the apocalyptic vision that Daniel received in Daniel chapter 9, right. uh, or what Bible translation is the best one to use, or the hygienic laws of Leviticus, then politely table that discussion for another day, right. steer the conversation back to what is important to their soul. Because remember, Christians, their soul is still lost. And you can teach them exactly what the 144,000 in Revelation chapter 7 means, and they can walk away understanding that, and their soul is still going to be lost. Right. Okay. So keep that in mind. But then um, just remember, remember that if you give a baby filet mignon, it's only going to harm the baby. So keep it focused on the milk of God's word so that they can come to obey the gospel. And then, not long afterwards, they'll be ready to chow down on that biblical, spiritual steak dinner. Yep. Okay? So the keep your method in, uh, uh, 
in, in when it comes to people that are are not that familiar with the Church of Christ, I would keep your method very informal, very conversational, and have a plan that you're going to teach them about faith, repentance, baptism, God's grace, the oneness of the Church, uh, and that you'll go into great detail about all of those things. Right. Um, but at the same time, um, just be conversational. Yep. And because I think people respond more to uh, conversation. If if they if they see that you come out and you have a whole worksheet ready with different packets to give them and a questionnaire and everything, and, and you give them homework assignments and things like that, that that will work with some people. But I think, in my experience, more people will be more open if they see that you're just that they're just having a conversation with you, and they're learning about the Bible from that conversation. Right. Does that make sense? It does. Here's another uh, method we hadn't talked about. Um, it could be that uh, kind of like Jewel Miller in times past, but maybe updated. Maybe we bring in a DVD of uh, Don Blackwell's Why Are There So Many Churches? Or uh, Don Blackwell's Plan of Salvation videos, or... John Moore's uh, Searching for Truth videos, and hey, let's just watch this together in the living room and see what we think, and that's, ask questions afterwards. I think that's a that's that's a good way of going about doing it. Again, make sure that you know where they are. Right. I mean, I mean in our society today, there's a pretty good chance that they might not even truly believe in God in the first place. Right. And so you might be having to talk about uh, proof for the existence of God. Or yep. proof that the Bible really is from God's Word, really is God's Word. Or, you know, they might, here's a question that they might ask, and it's legitimate. Uh, and it does, it is one that needs to be answered if they're going to believe in Jesus. And that question is, is there any real evidence that Jesus really did rise from the dead? Right. Or that, that Jesus really existed in the first place? You know, that this might be things that you might need to, to show them, talk to them about. Yeah, and, and brush up on that um, if we're not exactly. if we're not familiar enough with it. One other thing that I have, one tip that I have is in knowing where they are, you need to find out about their religious history. Uh, whether you have them fill out a survey like you mentioned, or uh, in a more informal way through conversation, we need to determine kind of a starting point of where they're at. Do they understand God? Do they understand the Godhead, you know, God the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit? And not saying they have to be an expert in that subject because none of us are experts in it, but do they they know the basics of it? Um, and then I think we need to to work our way into asking them at some point, are you saved? Uh, are you a Christian? Ha have you ever been saved? Uh, something to that nature. And they may say yes, they may say no. They may say, well, you know what, I'm not really sure. And if they say that, you, you know where your starting point is. But here's the thing. They may say yes, but when it comes down to it, they haven't actually done what the Bible says. And so the answer is really no, they just don't realize it. And uh, so we need to ask them further, when were you saved? What did you do that resulted in you being saved? And they may say, well, I said the sinner's prayer or I accepted Jesus in my heart. 
Uh, and then so you need to establish that with them so that later on you can explain to them the truth on the subject. Have you been baptized? Well, yes. Uh, when were you baptized? Well, I was baptized three months later. Okay, well, good to know uh, and talk about that later with them. Um, was your baptism? What was your baptism? Oh, well, I was uh, sprinkled when I was a baby or I was uh, poured or, or I was immersed. Uh, I think it's good to establish all those facts uh, of their religious history so that then you can later on uh, cover those topics and and show them uh, the truth on those matters. I completely agree. I think, again, when you are, when, when we're talking about cold contacts like a, that you get at a door knocking or your church has set up a, a table at a community event, that's when getting this information by, you know, surveys or things like that might be beneficial. But when you're dealing with it, people that you know, that you come across in your day-to-day life, your coworker, your family member, Christians, this is how, this is the benefit of just regularly steering the conversation around the spiritual matters. Right. You start off the conversation by saying, so how's it going? Uh, everything going okay with you? Uh, listen to what they have to say. Um, uh, you know, tell them about you know your day, uh, and then just steer it around to the spiritual. You know, you could. They might say, "Well, how's things going with you?" You can say, "Well, you know, uh, uh, it, Junior last night he came home with straight A's, and I'm loving that. You know, so everything's going good with the family. But you know what? I'm just in a really, really great place right now because you know yesterday at church i just heard this lesson that really really helped me in this way and it's just it's just really really helped change my life and i'm i'm just really i've just been on a high ever since uh oh really well you know that's kind of cool because you know uh I, I was at church yesterday, too, and, you know, I heard a pretty good lesson from my preacher. Oh, really? You go to church? Yes, I do. Oh, well, I, you know, I go to the Church of Christ down, uh, on Main Street. Where do you go to church? Uh, well, I go, to, I go to First Baptist over there on uh, Straight Street. Well, okay, well, hey, you know, well, what the... What what was your what was your preacher's sermon about? Well, it was about this. And, okay, well, mine was about this. And then you're... When you start talking about spiritual things in a way that makes them comfortable, and you're talking about the things that you have in common, then that will help you to get an, uh, an idea of where they are. Now, you're talking about spiritual matters. Both of you are com- comfortable doing that. You can say, you know what? Jesus has really, really helped my life. And then she, the, your coworker will say, yeah, he's helped me too. You know, things have been so much better ever since I was, oh, what, tell me about when you were saved. What happened? And then they, they'll, that's when they'll probably tell you that they asked Jesus into their heart or something that matters. So now you know. Now you know where they are. Okay? You know their religious background. You know how they define salvation how they define their own personal salvation. And so now you have an idea of, I run across a co-worker that you can try to steer the conversation around to the spiritual. Uh, you could be talking to them, well, you know, I, I'm just in a really good mood today because I heard a great sermon yesterday at church, and it's just really, I think it's going to help me in my life. And maybe your co-worker will say, you know, I, I just got to ask you, I, 
I don't. I mean, I'm not wanting to offend or anything. I just got to ask you, why? Why is it that you believe in in this religious stuff? Because you know, I just I, I've always wondered that. Because you know, personally, I'm an atheist, and uh, I just have always wondered why Christians believe how, why they believe, and and if, and if that's the case now you know that you're dealing with an atheist. Right. And you Christians remember self control is the fruit of the spirit. So you have to have self control to if you are dealing with an atheist, someone who doesn't believe in God, you have to have the self control to not give them that glare. Oh you infidel. Right. You know? You have to have the self control to not turn around and give them the cold shoulder. But rather say you need to you need to keep that door open. You need to keep that bridge uh, in existence. Right. So you need to say, you know what? I I understand. I understand uh, why a lot of people don't believe in God. But you know what? I I'd be happy to tell you exactly why I am a Christian. Exactly why I believe in God. Um, we could talk about it right here at work. But uh, if you want. If you want to meet up for coffee once work's done, it'll be my treat. I'd be happy to sit down, no judgment, you know. Right. I'm just. I'd be happy to answer your question, you know. Yep. And do uh, again, just make that effort, and who knows what what where that will lead, you know. There you go. So uh, that's really it. It's it's get them get them involved in a situation where you can evangelize them, meet them where they're at, if they're atheist, uh, if they're denominational, if they're unchurched, quote-unquote spiritual but not religious, we might say, uh, meet them where they're at and go from there and uh, be that good example to them and, and teach them the Scriptures. Exactly. So do you have any closing thoughts as we kind of wrap this up for the podcast today? I would just encourage your readers... Evangelism is not nearly as hard as you think it is. It does require work. It does require inconveniencing yourself uh, so that you can study and that so that you can uh, have conversations uh, when you would, uh, and studies when you would rather be watching TV. And yes, it does open up the risk of something negative like uh, offending someone or ridicule, no matter how. How much you do your best to speak the truth in love, there is always going to be that risk. But we're talking about souls. Right. We're talking about your soul. We are talking about the souls of the people that you come in contact with every day. Jesus died for you. He died for them too. And the Bible is real. God's promises are real. They they are not going to be saved if they do not obey the gospel. Right. You are not going to stay saved if you do not share with them the gospel, if you right. don't just make that effort. Right. That's all that God wants you to do. Just make the effort. God is the best, uh, God is the best sales boss that you could ever have, Christians. Because if, you, if you're listening to this and you're in the business of sales, uh, your boss will expect results. Right. If you don't give them that results, if you don't give, if you don't close the deal, uh, if you don't uh, close the deal at all, right. then your boss is going to fire you. But God's not like that. All God wants you to do is just make the effort. 
if you really make the effort the way he told you to do it, he will provide the increase. You will close the deal right. at some. But even if you close the deal with just a few, and, and most of the time uh, the studies that you have do not result in baptisms, you are still doing what God wants you to do. God is very pleased with you. Right. The only way that God is not pleased with you is if you don't make the effort at all. So study the Bible more, invite people to church, invite people to have Bible studies with your preacher, with your Bible class teacher, with your elders, with your deacons. Um, get to where you can have a Bible study with someone about the basics and then have that Bible study with and keep on doing it. Practice makes perfect. Yep. Uh, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Just remember that. You are not alone. God is at work with you, uh, within you, to work and will to his good pleasure. So uh, if you want the church to grow, and if you want our culture to get back to where it needs to be, it starts with you, Christian. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate you, John, for joining us for this episode. And uh, it's been a good one and certainly a very pertinent topic that we all need to be thinking about often and making sure that we're making those efforts to uh, to evangelize the lost. Well, thank you for having me, Chase. All right. I appreciate it. Also, don't forget about our Scattered Abroad Network of podcast. I hope that you will um, join us on the network. Look up our, our website, scatteredabroad.org, and uh, also Look us up on our social media accounts on Facebook and Instagram and follow all the various podcasts that we have. Uh, You've got one for each day of the week, and I know that those will benefit you greatly. So I appreciate you, the listener, for joining us for the Everyday Christian Podcast, and we hope that you'll join us next week. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Scattered Abroad Network. If you would like to email us, you can do so at thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. That's thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. Remember, you can check the show notes below for all of our social media platform links. Also, don't forget that you can find us on all major podcast platforms, and please leave us a rating or review. We hope and pray that this has helped you grow closer to Christ, even though we are scattered abroad. May God bless you.